This is KBEK's Robin Riley talking to Brent Nelson, the high school principal for Mora Public Schools, right here on Q Media Group's On Demand. Alrighty, you're listening to Nice 95.5. It is 814. Good morning, Robin Riley along with you, and it's always so nice. I look forward on Wednesdays to talk with Brent Nelson. He is the principal of Mora High School, and how are you doing, Brent? I'm doing great, Robin. Thanks for having us. It's just a pleasure every week. I look forward to it. You know, Brent, you have this personality that I haven't even really met you in person, but I can just feel that you've got a big smile on your face, and you look forward to going to work every day, don't you? You know, I have the best job in the world, actually. Um, if I'm ever having a bad day, I walk into a classroom, and I get to watch 25 teenagers and amazing teaching, and there's a lot of energy in this school, so it's a great job. It just, yeah, and like I say, you you embody it. I mean, I can just hear it over the phone talking with you, so I appreciate it so much. So what have been some of the challenges, the good, the bad, the ugly, so to speak, going on at Mora High School these days? Well, you know, it's not ideal for students. Um, most of you know that our students are distance learning, which means they are they have about a six-hour day, and they're learning from, I've observed a few classrooms, and most of them are learning from their bedroom. Okay. They are they have a laptop, and they're, most of them seem to be sitting on their bed or somewhere in their room, and it can get pretty boring, I think, when they're used to interaction with their teachers and their, their, colleague, their peers, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's got to be one of the so, biggest challenges for sure. One of the things, actually, that we're talking with the staff about is having a movement break. 70 minutes of watching a computer screen can get pretty old, especially when you multiply that by four classes a day. Um, So some of our teachers are halfway through having the students get up and go get a drink of water, do five jumping jacks, whatever it might be, just to kind of get that blood pumping a little bit. Well, and I don't you think from a concentration uh, aspect, too, I was reading something just the other day that they say that there is kind of a cutoff, that you get past a certain time, especially at a computer like so many of us are using today, and it gets where you're just really no longer learning or doing your job or whatever the case may be, and you need about a 15-minute break just to kind of reboot and then come back to it. So I think you guys are on the right track with the kids here to actually build a break into what they're doing. Yeah, no, I, you're right. There's a lot of research that says that exact thing. To, to focus um, the best you can, you need to have some movement. Do you also kind of give the kids, now they're young and they're in great shape and stuff doesn't bother them, but I know I found when I was working from home at the kitchen counter, sitting up, you know, kind of on a bar stool kind of thing, this old body, the hip started to get sore, that kind of thing. So do, they, do you kind of encourage them if they can to you know, sit properly, use the mouse or however they're doing their laptop, you know, because that, that can play a factor, I would imagine. Probably not enough. No, I think, you know, with staff, I know we've been sending out reminders on ergonomics, and I cracked 40 not too long ago, and I've, I've found that I just can't sit in these right. chairs. So mm-hmm. I've been trying to stand up more, and that helps my back. Okay. Yeah, and that's, like I say, the youngins, they can get away with a lot more than, well, again, I can't put you even near my category, Brent, age-wise, but <laughs> you know what I mean, though. There is that whole thing, and, and the better you take care of your body, again, mind, body, soul, the whole thing, you're going to uh, achieve more. So what else, is there anything else we need to touch on? Because I know we have a guest today, too, there, Brent. We do. You know, I'll just share a couple of quick things, and then Please. We'll, you can meet Caleb. Okay. So I just, I'm so amazed. Every day in the last week, I've had a parent tell me how amazing our teaching staff is doing. And that just 
feels so good because this is really new territory for teachers. This is not an easy thing for them to do. Um, they're, they're stepping outside their comfort zone. They're bringing teaching into every single household and they're recording it for all to see and hear. And it's, if you think about how intimidating that could be when you're, when you're not used to it, um, that's a big deal. So I'm really proud of our teaching staff. Um, if I could give a shout out to our technology staff, they are constantly troubleshooting issues from Wi-Fi to um, our Chromebooks. You know, right now we have 50 total hotspots that we have for families that struggle to get internet in our district. Our bus drivers and food service are just killing it right now. We're giving out almost 4,000 meals a week to wow. students and their families, and they're being delivered right to their doors. So hats off to food service and these bus drivers and then our staff is going to go above and beyond um, by bringing in a few students. Um, we, we have learned that we are allowed to bring some students in if they're struggling academically. So okay. students with multiple failures, we are going to start bringing them in next Wednesday and give them a little extra TLC to get those grades up. You know, that's, yeah, just meeting the needs of, of each individual student, which has been a challenge for schools going back the beginning of time. But now under these COVID issues that we're having and the distance learning, it, I, it just kind of exacerbates all that. So I think it's so good that you're pulling these students in. Don't let them get away, so to speak. Get them back up to speed. Yeah, it makes definitely. A, makes a huge difference. Are we ready? So that's all I have for Okay, you. that's what I was going to say. And it's so nice that Brent, you know, he, he could easily sit and chat with us the whole time, but he likes to bring in interview guests, so to speak. And Caleb Anderson is a senior. You're a football team captain. You're the quarterback. You had an amazing year under such hard circumstances, uh, Caleb. So first of all, good morning, and thanks for being with us today. Good morning. Thanks for uh, having me. On here. No problem. So you guys ranked fifth in the state, I understand. Mm-hmm. That's pretty, you guys have to feel pretty amazed by that. I mean, you worked hard this year. You worked under really difficult conditions. And so uh, I think the community at large, I'll speak for them and say congratulations uh, for that ranking. That's fantastic. Thank you. Uh, that was definitely a goal going into the season was to become one of the top teams in the state. But and you've done it for sure. See, so on a on a more personal note, Caleb, how long have you actually been playing football? Uh, well, I started in fifth grade, but before that, we had we've been playing flag football and football with uh, my grade for quite a while. So we have quite a bond. And they do have a good system. I know in the Morris School District, uh, my son took part when he was in high school and and started you know in those younger ages and worked his way through. And it really starts. At a young age, there has to be that drive, and then the foundational things uh, really make a big difference, don't they, Caleb? Yeah, the coaches do a really good job of trying to get the younger kids involved at an early age and give them the basics. Yep, you got to have that. you got to start somewhere. Well, from, from your viewpoint here, Caleb, how exactly has COVID just really affected the whole team season? Uh, well, to start out with, we... Have to pra- we had to practice in separate pods, so we were kind of limited on players for practice and games even. And did, did you find that uh, overall, I mean, you talk about kind of reinventing the wheel, you're doing things 
in a completely different way, but you still felt like, obviously, by your ranking and how things turned out this year, you guys made the most of the season. Yeah, it definitely was a team effort with coaches and players. We, Everyone was doing a different job. We were trying new things, so... It's what you got to do. And what what do you feel was kind of the highlight this year for you, Caleb? Um, I would say beating Aiken after losing to him last year. That was definitely one I personally had circled on the schedule. And so and for folks who maybe didn't get a chance to hear about the game or, or get some of the highlights, uh, how did the game actually kind of play out? Um, well, Aiken's a tough team, so it was definitely kind of close in the beginning, but we slowly pulled away in the second half, so. And you just got so. it done. You don't want to brag, do you, Caleb? That's what it's coming down to. No. <laughs> Not too much. <laughs> but I bet you had a tremendous game, and of course, like you say, it's a team effort. That's that's the thing, football especially, is one of those, everybody's got to do their part to come together. Yeah. Absolutely. So how did the season actually finish? Um, we finished undefeated, but missed our last regular season game and then ended up missing out on our chance at playoffs. It, it just, I can hear it in your voice. Uh, that's, a, that's a big disappointment. It would have been great to be able to get into the playoffs and, and do all that, especially as a senior. Do you see, Caleb, do you um, do some of the other sports as well, some of the other winter sports and such in spring? Yeah, I, I uh, play basketball, so I'm Looking forward to trying to make the playoffs in basketball now since I missed out on football. Right, right. Ma- again, making the best of it is what you what you almost have to do. And I think it must be diff- It always has been, but especially difficult now with the distance learning and such. How are you balancing academics and then when you are actually doing sports? Is it a bit of a balancing act for you? Uh, yeah, the coaches will tell you academics come first. So if, if you don't have your academics done, you aren't getting on the playing field, but it's definitely a little bit of balancing time between your sports and academics. And I would think one kind of pushes the other, though, because you do want to do it in such a way that you stay up with your schooling and yet can play and enjoy the season as well. Yeah, definitely. You have to work on getting academics, and then you get to play on the field. So. And I would think, Caleb, if somebody younger is listening, maybe some other student athletes, um, what advice would you give? I would think that would be part of it, is keep up with your academics. But is there anything, any other little tutelage you can give as a senior this year? Um, as far as getting your playing time as you get older, I would say get in the weight room, work out. Um, try your best on everything. Give it all you have, and then just have fun as you go through it. And I would think, too, depending on the sport, you know, I know, again, young bodies, you can kind of get away with eating pizza and all that, and you're just fine. But do you kind of, um, you are what you eat kind of thing? Do you do you follow some of that as well, Caleb? Um, yeah, I used to not to, but as we got further into varsity sports, some of my friends have started to do it, so I've started to watch what you eat some, but... You can definitely get away with it a little more at our age. <laughs> it's true, buddy. The time will come. You'll get Brent's age, and you're going to have to eat different. I'm just telling you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that time will come, but you got a long way before then. So, Caleb, what are your what are your plans uh, after high school? What are you thinking of doing next? Um, so far, I'm planning on attending college for uh, some type of degree in conservation. Okay. 
That's that's always good. And then um, do you see that being something that you try to stay close to home? I know this you're trying to predict things that are, are very difficult, but I think it's so cool when when a, a student goes and they go for, to school for something, then they come back home. Do you foresee yourself doing that, being in the area? Uh, yeah, I'm kind of a homer. I don't really want to leave too far away. So well, that's good I hope though. To stay around a little bit. That's good. I bet your parents appreciate that too. Trust me on this one. <laughs> it's nice to have your kids close <laughs> to home. It's true, and 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 being in the community, staying in the community is is wonderful. So we appreciate that. Well, Caleb, I want to give you chances. Or anyone you want to kind of give a shout out to? Anything you want to say extra here, kiddo? Um, just thank you to the coaches for being there with us and helping us through it. And, uh, my parents, our other players' parents for all the support and the meals and food that we've got throughout the years. And uh, definitely the best fan section in the in the state, probably. There you go. That's a great way to end it, too. Absolutely. Well, Caleb, we'll look forward to the basketball season and hearing you on the radio, hopefully. You know what I mean? Because you'll be playing and your name's going to be out there. So I wish you the best. I hope you have a great Thanksgiving. And uh, stay out of trouble. Yep, thanks, you too. All right, thank you so much. And and Brent, appreciate you and your time as always, and we will look forward to catching up with you next Wednesday. Hey, thanks a lot. It's fun for me just to show off some of these awesome students we have at our school. Um, Caleb's a perfect example. He's respectful. He's a senior leader that you want younger kids to look up to. He's just a great role model. No so, doubt about it. Really proud, proud of him, proud of the whole senior class. Um, they were they were cheated out of the playoffs, and you know when I think about Caleb and he plays basketball. Last winter they were cheated out of the section final game because COVID had just happened, and mm-hmm. we have a very strong basketball team, and they didn't get that either. So I yeah. really hope that this year they're able to get a season. We're going to keep our fingers crossed for better days ahead, vaccines, and all kinds of good things on the horizon. So if we can just keep on keeping on, and I'm sure you know that more than anybody, Brent. (laughs) Thanks for having us, Robin. (laughs) You bet. Have a great Thanksgiving, buddy. Appreciate it. You too. Take care. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. You have been listening to a Q Media Group production.